Aloha and welcome to Connection to the Cosmos with your host, me, Dr. Lisa Thompson, where I have out of this world conversations with extraordinary people. And today I have my friend and colleague, Jacqueline Kane, coming on, and I'll introduce her in just a moment. But first, just a couple of announcements. Um, if you are watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, like it, give us your comments. If you're here watching on Facebook, we would love your comments as well so that we can respond. And then um, if you are listening on one of the podcast outlets, thank you so much and keep on listening. My newest book, Connection to the Cosmos, Remembering Your Galactic Heritage and Embracing Your Oneness is available on Amazon as well as my website, mysticmanta.com. And a week from today, on Tuesday, October 11th at 5 p.m. Pacific time, I am doing my next galactic class. And the title of this class is Diversity in the Universe, Discovering Our Alien Ancestors. So it's going to be live at 5 p.m. Pacific time, held on Zoom. But if you can't make it live, I do record it. So you can always watch the recording in your own time. And again, you can sign up for that class on the website, mysticmanta.com shop. And it's the first thing in the shop there. Okay, without further ado, we're going to bring Jacqueline on the screen. Hi. Hi, Lisa. Great to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, let me introduce you to our audience. As a master energetic healer, Jacqueline guides women to uncover their hidden energetic and karmic blocks that keep them in physical, emotional, and financial pain. By using her uncover the root cause process, we unravel negative thoughts and clear limitations, including inner child and ancestral karma that has held them back for decades. Her clients are able to quickly and easily achieve major shifts in creating a new level of health wealth and lifestyle they desire now. Busy moms, entrepreneurs, and professionals benefit from her individual and group programs based on decades of expertise in the healthcare industry and private practice. Jacqueline facilitates deep healing of trauma, low back pain, and chronic conditions tied to limiting mindsets impacting health and wealth. Clients' proven results are reclaimed energy, moving freely and powerfully and manifesting their goals aligned with soul purpose. It's so great to have you here <laughs> and your beautiful work that we're going to share with the world. So first question that we need to ask though is what kind of household did you grow up in? Was it spiritual, religious, something else? Just so that we can get an idea of what led you maybe into the work that you're doing. Yeah. It's a great question to ask, right? Because that's how we all get where we're going. Uh, yeah. Mine definitely was dysfunctional, but I didn't know it at the time. When I, when you're in it, you just think everybody lives that way. And I didn't realize how fearful I was of myself, of people, till decades later. Mm. It's amazing what young children endure and have to put up with and create different personas, different um, parts of ourselves just to survive, right? Yeah, right. 
can you share a little bit about the dysfunction just so people might be like, yeah. oh, yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, anybody looking in would have said, oh, she's had an easy life. Everything looks good. Um, but I grew up with, there was, <clears throat> there was some abuse in the family. Um, my mother herself grew up in Sardinia, Italy during World War II. So she had a lot of fear. I grew up with feeling physical fear in my body all the time. Okay. And wow. I didn't know there was anything wrong with that. Yeah. It wasn't until I came home from a networking meeting and I said to my husband, I'm so afraid to be stand up and talk about myself in front of people. And he was like, why? I don't. And I was like, what? Nobody else does this. It, it, I just didn't connect with that. To me, life was scary. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of trauma. There was, there, there were sexual abuse in extended circumstances um and being part of an italian family where the oldest son is god you know all mm -hmm. the girls who came after him we weren't really that important we were kind of hidden and oh yeah just um not seen not important and it wasn't until years and decades later of being married and we, my husband and I came to our own um, dark night of the soul, you could call it, where it was like, what are we doing? How did I end up here? I always thought of myself as a very positive person that you can do anything. And here I was in, in a marriage wondering, are we going to stay together? And that actually was my push. I pushed um, to, to work with different coaches and mm -hmm. understand who I was. And I had buried a lot of abuse that I didn't realize I had experienced as a very young child. Wow. Okay. And it's surreal when it comes to light. Yeah. It really did happen. Right. Um, and it impacts your whole life. It impacts who you are. And it helps yeah. me to understand my clients today. It helps me to understand society and our children and, and how really, really important it is for kids to be able to speak up and have the right upbringing so that other people don't have to hide and be af so afraid to be seen and heard in, in your uniqueness. Mm -hmm. So what, um, when you had this dark night of the soul, what did you actually start doing to pull yourself out of that? Or like what modalities or what, what, what direction did you take? Oh my God. Well, this was before I knew anything about energy work or uh, EFT or any modalities that really worked. So it was the usual talk therapy. Okay. Stuck in that for years, right? Like years. Looking back, I'm like, we could have shortened that time. 
if you did more of the EFT, if you did all this other stuff that people are talking about today, but it was years of talk and misery um, and having to re redo my life, having to separate myself from certain people um, and really take the time for my husband and I to work on our relationship. And that's okay. really what we did. Yeah. And you guys are still together today, right? We're still together. We have an amazing relationship. My kids are in their middle to late 20s right now. And life is absolutely amazing. So, yeah, you know, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. If I'm a positive person, if I think I'm positive, but underneath the surface, there's something bubbling there that doesn't feel right. It's going to show up it's going to come out somehow. Mm -hmm. And the really great thing is when it does, your whole life opens up. There's so many more things that are possible. Yeah. So it can be definitely be scary to go through that, but the the reward on the other side is is unlimited. So I would love to know like from your experience and understanding of the the karmic stuff coming in of like you and your life and but then working with your clients with this so being born into this family where you do have this trauma and I don't know what your belief system is of like if you believe you did choose your parents do you have this yep. experience or not because I do for myself yeah yep. and and like looking at it now coming out of the other side and from that higher perspective what is your understanding of what lessons did you learn being born into this trauma? Oh, gosh. Um, well, from where I sit right now, I've, I've learned a lot about the ancestral energy that is passed down, right? That yeah. we're not really ourselves. We're just extensions of our ancestors who came before us, which means all of their conversations that didn't go well all the physical illness, all the, the problems creating wealth, the relationship problems, the inability to own their power and stand into be who they are. If they didn't have it, of course, mm -hmm. I'm not going to have it. And let me tell you, in my dysfunctional family, there was that, that ball was yeah. big. That, it was big. So I remember going through and I had hired a ton of coaches. I said to myself, well, no wonder it's so hard creating a business I want or a relationship or a marriage I want because I, I've got that. I've got to clear that first in order to have the amazing life that everybody says we're here to, to achieve. Um, so the lessons were so many that, you know, we carry, we can carry other people's energies. We can carry their sadness and their grief, their victimhood. We carry all of that inside of us and it's not ours. And there's yeah. a very clear process to just move that energy. And when you had talked about, I hadn't even thought of the extraterrestrial 
energy that's inside of us, right? I mean, that blows us out of the water. Now, now, Lisa, you're talking about a whole other realm mm-hmm. of each individual person and what we all carry. I'm only talking about the physical stuff here on earth. Um, but what you talk about then expands that even more. Like I'm blown away by even just that concept. So yeah, well, but there's so much. And I guess what I want, cause I've, I've had to do my own kind of ancestral healing um, of that epigenetic lineage and mm-hmm. the history with my family um, were heart problems. And so um, my granddaddy, he died at 65 with heart problems. My uncle Randy died at 65. My mother had her heart attack at 65. My aunt had her attack at 65. And my cousins and I were like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and so one of my cousins who is into the spiritual realm like I am, I'm like, and I had already done my my training with Denise Lynn um, with past life regression and learned how to do the ancestral clearing. And so I'm like, Allie, you and I, we are clearing the family. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you know, so I'm the oldest of the cousins. So we shall see. Now my uncle Jay, he did not have a heart attack at 65. He was the baby of the family. So perhaps um, we were able to clear that. I mean, I it's my belief system that we have been able to clear that. But I am turning 50 this year. So, you know, we got another 15 years <laughs> to test that experiment and to keep working right on that. Um, but it was so interesting because it was a, a Viking ancestor, like super long, long, long time ago. And we didn't even know we had Vikings in our family. But now after doing that, I did our ancestry DNA or mine. Oh, we wow. actually have Vikings in our family. We had no clue. <laughs> so I got validation on that. Anyway, it's just, it's, there's so much and there, and I know that there's a lot more deep in that, in that side of the family, but then also my dad's side of the family of mm-hmm. stuff that I continue to work on in myself. Cause we are here to, you know, we're human and while we're still living, there's still projects. <laughs> yeah. It's not until we're under the ground, right. That we stop working on ourselves. <laughs> okay. well, and then, Even then, beyond that, then we're like, oh, what are we going to go learn next? (laughs) (laughs) What kind of life are we going to have? Absolutely. Yeah. So for you in going through this, then coming out the other side, you, because you've been through it yourself, you come from a place of that really deep experience and knowing that you can then help your clients, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what, what kind of major transformations have you seen your clients make? In working oh with my God, there's just, so, so the other thing that's coming up is human design. You do a lot of human design work too, right? So yeah. I'm a projector in human design and I realize that I have an abundance gate um, or something. So the results my clients get, one of the biggest thing is that abundance shows up even if we're not working on abundance. So first of all, once you do that ancestral energy clearing, depending on what we're working on, most people start healing their bodies. I've had one person, all she did was listen to um, a recording of the process and her back pain went away Mm -hmm. and she hasn't had that. 
Um, usually money and the ability to create wealth and financial freedom starts to happen, right? We start attracting the right people, places, and events because mm -hmm. when we're holding on to that limited energy, we're attracting the wrong people and we're working twice as hard. So when you clear that, the right financial person shows up with the right opportunities. Um, your soulmate shows up. Relationships with their kids get better. It's sad to hear how many you know, moms and dads don't really talk to some of their kids yeah. and their relationships get better. And that's just wonderful because we also clear it for the kids and the grandchildren. It's mm -hmm. not just us that we're clearing it for. We're clearing it for future right. generations. Yeah. You talk about heart disease. My, um, my husband's family, all the guys have prostate cancer. Mm. So as it stands right now, my husband has not. And that's the goal is that mm -hmm. I'm not expecting them to have it. <laughs> so. And is your husband on board with that? He's expecting that it's never going to manifest. I've been sharing that with him. Yeah, that um, okay. because I'm also a massage therapist and bow therapy and I do a few things. So I make sure that he gets his his um, health care. OK, well, that's good. Because that you way. did to me before we came on. He's an engineer and kind of a little more in that logical mindset. Yeah. And he calls me and my profession woo-woo. So we're over here, you know, on one side and he's over there. Never to shall the two shall meet. But um, we've been meeting a little bit more. Open. He's been relaxing his engineering mind and being more open and seeing more benefits. So you can't live with me and not have me constantly on you. <laughs> well, especially being a master energetic healer. So let's talk about what that means. Why do you call yourself that or what, and what kind of energy healing are you doing? Yeah. So what I do is really just find the blocks. So when people come to me and they feel stuck, is it their inner child? Is it an ancestral energy? Um, is it a very strong inner voice? I do a lot with the voice of the saboteur. Mm -hmm. Um, because when we've experienced some kind of trauma, we take, we become somebody else, but then we create this voice that's really strong. And I kind of use the phrase, well, your saboteur is driving your bus and is creating roadblocks all along the way. And you don't even know it. So mm -hmm. again, there's a very specific way to get into that voice to kind of up-level their job description and to take the pressure off. Um, and for some people, that voice of the saboteur is super, super strong. So um, I help people to navigate which, which one of those energies is holding them back in that moment. Okay. And what's the quickest way to make the, the fastest progress? Yeah, yeah. We have Danny on who says, OMG, this is exactly what I asked for yesterday in Elevate, a woo-woo therapist. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Danny, you and Jacqueline will have to like talk and see if it's a good match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you know, whoever whoever came up with that word woo-woo, I don't like it really because this I, stuff works, right? Right. I I know it. And as a former, you know, scientist, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm spiritual, yes. But I, I think I like the woo-woo word because I think it's fun. I don't have a like charge on it. It's not derogatory at all to me. And in fact, that came up interesting about terminology the words that we use, because they have energy, right? Yes. And um, someone the other day emailed me and they were, the, the use of the word alien was something that they were feeling like, well, that's a derogatory term. Mm. Uh, and so when I use it though, it is not derogatory in any means. I feel, I feel like it's more encompassing rather than just saying extraterrestrial because mm. we have the extraterrestrials and the extra dimensionals, the higher dimensionals, that might reside here on earth. And so for me, my the way that my mind is working is that I use the word alien to be that bigger container. And they were wondering like how my how my beings, how they thought about the term. And I'm like, they're fine with it. They understand my meaning. <laughs> so woo-woo, same thing. Like for me, I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm woo-woo. I'm <laughs> And science meets the woo-woo. <laughs> That's right. And it works. <laughs> right. Exactly. Whatever it is, it works. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, okay. So then how, at what point did you actually start your spiritual business? Like, did you start out early in your, you know, in your 20s, like full spiritual business or was it no. later? Yeah. So tell us yeah. about that. So I became an x-ray tech first. So I learned a lot about the body, um, was working in the hospitals and I, I had my first massage on a cruise ship. And usually when I go on vacation, I am the, I'm busy. I'm the doer. I have my lists. I'm going to check out everything. If there's something exciting to do, I'm going to do it. And so I had my first massage and my brain just stopped. And I was like, what just happened? Like, I don't know who I am. I don't know my name. I don't know. I had never experienced that quietness before. And that's what started me in being curious about becoming a massage therapist. Um, And then I met my husband and he had a friend who was into uh, yoga and he had his own guru in Connecticut. So that's really what started me on the spiritual path. And then it just leads into all everything energy, right? So it was a big part of becoming, allowing the real me to come through and sharing those kinds of things. Now, remember, I came from a dysfunctional family. So when my mother heard that I'm going to yoga and doing meditation, she was like, are you still doing that stuff? I'm like, yep. I'm doing that stuff. It's really good. You may want to come and try it. And then my mother-in-law is Irish Catholic. And she was like, what are you doing? So, <laughs> I was definitely outside of the box for this family. <laughs> right. Right. Well, so have they accepted it more now that you actually do it for your living or um, like, eh, you're kind of the black sheep. They're slowly starting to accept it. And I'm, I think the more that I own it, the more that I step into my power, then it's easier. 
It's, right. There's less criticism. There's less, um, like I don't tolerate hearing all the victim conversations anymore and the worry conversations. You can do that, but I'm not here to, to enable that. Yeah. So I've had to step into my own authority and say, I'm okay this way. Mm -hmm. I love that so much because, um, you know, it's only been in the last year that I have fully come out as this galactic person. And it's, it's always been who I am, but like I, I was hiding yeah. from it and like trying to be normal <laughs> in mainstream society. And I do have people sometimes ask me like on my, we do the big Island UFO tours. And so we, when people come and they're just like, wow, do you ever like, you're so brave and how, you know, do you ever get people really challenging you? And I'm like, um, no, actually I don't because I have fully stepped into the power, right? I have fully yeah. stepped into my voice. This is who I am. And I don't, I've really had to work through what other people think of me is none of my business. And even my second ex-husband, the other day, my son called me up and he's like, mom, dad was saying that a friend of a friend, they were out to dinner with you and um, they were really uncomfortable by the conversation of the aliens. And I'm like, I'm, and I'm thinking like, who is that? I don't have people like that in my life in Hawaii. And I, I still don't know who it is, who my ex-husband would know that's connected to me here. But, and, and guess what? And I told my son, it doesn't matter what your dad thinks. And he's like, I know. And my, and my son is like, dad, you need to just mind your own business. It's none of your business. He's 14. <laughs> <laughs> and he's already more mature than his father. <laughs> He is. He is a wise young man for sure. Yeah. Oh, these these kids today are very wise, very knowledgeable, smart. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're going to change things. Yes, and he's a manifester. So he like I fully get him as a kid and understand that his little the box that society wants him in, the school wants him in, it doesn't yeah. work for him. And even though he doesn't live here with me right now, we are able to talk through that so that he can understand like, okay, you are normal. And the anger that you are feeling is because you feel out of control. So getting to yeah work through that with him is so amazing. Yeah. My younger son is a projector. So I had to learn a lot about when he was in public school that he needed downtime afterwards. Oh, it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. So, okay, so there is a question that is, what method do you use for past life regression? So that's in one of our Facebook comments. So do you do past life regression? Or I, I, do, I, I don't do a lot of past life regression, but I do a lot of it um, in the sense that when I work with my inner child, with clients' inner children, um, it's a lot of visualization is the method that I use. There's... There's not a lot to it, really, okay. but it's a visualization method that I use to get them to go back to the event, and then we reframe it, okay. and then bring in a whole new energy. All of its visualizations, the ancestral clearing I do, um, and I just set up a, a sacred container for everybody to trust that they're getting the information that they need in that moment. Yeah, and that's so important, because... 
there are so many ways to go about getting to that same information. And so yeah. the way that you do it is different than the way that I do it. But, you know, whatever resonates with that client and just trusting that, you know, multiple modalities will get you to the same place, the same kind of feeling. Yeah. And really trusting the person that you're doing this with is the most important thing. Yeah. Um, yes. I have a, a new client who she's very fearful of a lot of things. So my first, I first have to gain her trust to do these processes on. And that's yeah. a lot of time, you know, but you have to meet people where they're at. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, and for those listening, I mean, number one, yeah, choosing your practitioner and really knowing that, okay, this person either comes highly recommended from a friend or you just like energetically feel pulled to work with them, whatever, however that information is coming. But then trusting, you have to believe that it's mm -hmm. going to work for it to work. Mm -hmm. right? Yes, yes. And definitely look at reviews, talk to people, yeah. um, ask people, you know. And, and really trusting your inner trust, super important. Yes. So, okay. So before we got on, we were talking about, you know, energy. So you're healing physical stuff, but you're really working at that energetic level. So let's talk more from your perspective of how that energy, how you're, how you're working with that and what it means to you. Yeah. So, um, a lot, I do, I work a lot with people who are in physical pain in okay. order to get to the root cause. And I like going to the root cause. Otherwise sometimes yeah. having surgery or taking a pill is just a bandaid and that right. doesn't work at some point it's going to build and your body's going to explode. So I help people get to the root cause of their physical and emotional pain. And we do that really by looking at the beliefs that a person has. Our beliefs, we run, we create our lives by our beliefs. Mm -hmm. So those beliefs were created usually at a young age. And if we're not living the life we, we love, then the wrong beliefs are running our lives. And we're creating our lives from the beliefs we made during an event that was scary or a very traumatic event. Mm -hmm. So I guide people back to whatever event it was in a safe environment. Mm -hmm. We transform it and then we create new beliefs and new energy so that the client leaves feeling excited and with the possibility that she can really create anything she likes in her life and that she desires. Um, there's something that was coming through that I wanted to say, but now I lost it. Um, well, so how do you, how do you identify if it's trauma or something in this life versus ancestral versus like a past life or parallel life? And usually there's a pattern, right? Mm -hmm. Um, when I ask clients questions, so for example, I was working with somebody today and, and she's just had a hard time moving on from one thing after another. 
she's had a pattern in her life where she was told by her siblings and her parents that she has to take care of everybody. Mm. And that played out, has been playing out in her, in her business to the point where even if something, somebody gets hurt in her business, she's a painter, so it's her own oh. business. Okay. Um, and it's expensive to have insurance. Yes. But whenever anything happened to anybody, her parents and her family would always say, well, you have the insurance. You've got to pay. It's your responsibility. And it just kept happening one thing after another. And even one thing just happened recently where one of the painters got paint on like 10 other cars because they started something new by spray painting. Um, she's She has to pay for all these cars to get cleaned. And then a week later, <laughs> the funny thing is this was at a church. She was painting a church. Okay. A week later, the priest calls her and says, you got paint on my, my, my uh, what, a, it was a really expensive car. Um, and, you know, I heard everybody saying that you're taking care of detailing everybody's cars. This is a week later that the priest showed up mm -hmm. and now is talking about her car got damaged with only a few little things on it. So your red flag goes up, right? Right. This, this is craziness. So whenever craziness shows up, that's a red flag to me. Okay. This is a crazy pattern that somehow has manifested because of that belief that you feel you're responsible for everybody and that you can't trust people. Mm. So all these situations are going to show up and the crazier, the better, right? Depends on how strong you believe this belief. Um, and this is, this has been a pattern for her. She spent thousands of dollars over like 47 years of one thing after another. And hopefully today we, we actually got to talk to the voice of, uh, what did I call it? The voice was called, other people aren't responsible. Mm. People are not responsible. And hopefully we broke through the pattern today. Yeah. But that can happen in all, all areas of your life, right? Right. Um, all the family, his, and... For her, I think that was just specific for her. There, there was a little bit ancestral energy in that that we've cleaned up in previous sessions. Okay. And then it got down to the voice. So it really depends on where the client's at, how much work they've already done. Yeah. Somebody who is new to this, we start very basic. We start with the ancestral energy and then we work our way to the inner child and from there. Um, but for somebody who's done a lot of work, we can skip some of that. Okay. Well, that was going to be my question. Like how, how much do they need to work with you to see transformation? Is it a one and done or is it like over months or years? Because we I, had talk therapy earlier, like that can go uh, and not help anything, right? Right. <laughs> And right. not, to, not to discount. Yes. However, it has a place. But it's and we're all at different stages, right? So sometimes yeah. talk therapy is a good starting place. 
Yeah. Um, but even after just one session, people make big uh, shifts and abundance starts showing up. And that's the really cool thing that all of a sudden I keep hearing from people that, oh my God, money showed up. I got a refund from the IRS. Um, clients are showing up. So even after just one session, you'll see a shift. But I do believe because we didn't get here overnight and you don't go to the gym once to get six pack abs. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. If you got six pack abs just once, I want to know what your gym is. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be right there. But I do have like a three month program that I work with people to address all these things so that at the end of three months, you have all the tools and you have the ability and your confidence has grown to know that you can do it okay. so that nothing's going to throw you off course. Yeah. Well, I think it's important for helping to rewire the brain. So it does take a little bit of time for that. Right. Yes. And so it's so easy to fall back into old patterns before that rewiring has completed. Yeah. 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 And, and I like to say that, um, you know, by the time we're done with a program, either a three month or a six month, that you've made the money back and even more. <laughs> and it's just, you've opened up the floodgates, right? Okay. Yeah, that's good. Because I know, you know, the kind of work that we all do, you know, insurance doesn't pay for it. So you have to really commit that, okay, how, mu how much money and time have I spent trying other things that maybe insurance would cover like talk therapy versus, yeah. okay, can I really do a fast track with a little more money outlay, but energy wise, like it's going to completely transform the future. Absolutely fast track it. And how much time do we all have on earth, right? Mm -hmm. We're either spending our times and our days getting closer to death or yeah. we're doing the work and we could live to be a hundred, 120 year, years old with fun and energy and excitement and enthusiasm and what's possible. Right. So right. it's really, what do we choose? Yeah, it really is. And that's, um, I love Dr. Bruce Lipton's work. Are you familiar with him? Not too much. I know of him, but I don't know too much of his work. So he's the original, the grandfather of epigenetics and, um, his book, the biology of belief, um, mm -hmm. which, out in the late 90s really changed my life and the way that I think about he's he's a cell biologist that worked at Stanford um, so you know Ivy League kind of university but really thinking outside the box and cells were either growing in love or they were dying like in fear and negative environment and so anyway yeah so we our bodies are amazing we do have this ability to stay young and thrive way beyond what our family members, ancestors have done. Yes. And, and we only use a small portion of our brain, right? We are only stepping into a small portion of your potential and who you are and speaking up and really commanding from the universe that you are here and it's time to receive right? And how many cells do we have? There's thousands of cells in our body. And imagine if we connected to all of those and ignited what's possible in every one of those cells. Right. And 
and your children and future generations, right? And the people around you. It's contagious. It is. It is. Yeah. And those cells are turning over very quickly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every, what, seven years, we're a brand new person. And yeah. we can be and even faster. <laughs> so yeah. When, so yeah, our brain, we don't use very much, but even our DNA, we, as we are becoming more awakened, enlightened, our DNA is activating and we are gaining more and more superpowers that are latent inside of us. Yes. Yes. It's so amazing. The things, uh, I love hearing that so many people are awakening, right? Because it's not fun being stuck and being scared. And as much as there's people who say yes to working with me, there's still people who are like, no, no. All right. You already mentioned a few things that I don't, I don't, I don't want to go into my inner child. I don't want to go there. That's scary. How sad. Yeah. Because when you heal that little girl, she's going to give you so much more energy and time and fun. Like, oh my God, get her out of the closet. Really? It's going to be fun. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think it is? What do you think it is that creates that fear? I mean, do you think people are? I mean, I know people get addicted to their emotions. They get addicted to being in the same thing. They they can be afraid of change. So, and fear of the unknown. Um, so, in your experience with all your clients, what where has that fear really come from more often? Well, I think again, it's the ancestral energy. So if you're, if you've been in a family that is afraid to make change, that doesn't trust people that has tried things and then got ripped off or really super bad things happened, you know, generation after generation that, that those beliefs get amplified and they get more believed, believable in our bodies. So I I learned to just have compassion for these people because I know it's really hard for them Mm. to step out and try something new. And it's as it's painful for them also that they're, they're trying the best they can, Mm -hmm. but they're carrying just all of this heavy, heavy emotion. And then of course, if, if you talk about, you know, planets that are in retrograde and all the, energy from planets and, you know, astrological, I mean, there's a boatload of reasons why it's hard for some people. Yeah. Well, and then some people are soaking in the energy of the collective consciousness and fear is pervasive (laughs) right now. So you really have to know how, like, what is your energy versus someone else's or even just the greater, you know, earth. Yes. And really um, maintain your own energy, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. It can be really hard. Yeah. So I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Well, and, you know, there are people like you, people like me that have been in a lot of uncomfortable situations that we have been able to get ourselves unstuck to show people, okay, there there is life on the other side of that. If you just take, just take the first step, right. Yeah. To get out of it. Yeah. And so just, just a little baby step. Yeah. One step at a time. And, and 
actually what I, what I wanted to say before was once you do the ancestral clearing, you change the energy mm-hmm. and it creates like a little spark in people. So it does get easier, but you have to take that first step. And yeah. it's really not as, not as hard as you think. No. And, you know, again, whoever resonates with you that has the ability to help you hold your hand to get through that, you know, and I, I know people are resonating with what you are saying. And so because you are on the East coast, you're in the Northeast, right? Yes. Where do you live? Yeah. Connecticut. Okay. So can you work with people remote or do you only work with people in person? Yeah, no, because it's energy. I definitely work with people remote on Zoom. Okay. Um, yeah, I have people all across the world. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's been- just as effective, if not more. Yes. Yes. Because we are all connected. We're- we are. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then speaking of Connecticut, there's Rachel who just said hello. She lives in Connecticut. So oh, awesome. Where in Connecticut? She's in Hartford. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So um, she was actually a guest on the show not too long ago as well. Very Uh, cool. We'll have to meet up. Yeah. She creates beautiful energetic jewelry. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. So, okay. So really, so you've got this three-month program. You've got this six-month program. And you're using, I'm assuming, some different modalities in this process, right, of taking people through. And that's the beauty of, like, where when we don't specialize in just one thing, we can come at it however the client needs, right? Yeah. And so, um, well, and we have to have a lot in our toolbox, right? Because we don't know. We do who's walking through our door and what they've experienced and what beliefs they're holding on to. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So how would people decide that they want to work with you? Like, do you do a discovery call or uh, someone might be like, just sign me up right now. (laughs) But how do you, choose if, if you want to work with a client as well. As well. <laughs> That's right. Have you had to turn clients away like, mm, you're not a good fit for me and what we're going to be doing? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I've had. Yeah. Um, so yes, I do do a discovery call. I have a pain relief um, discovery call. Um, and we'll just chat for 30 minutes just to get clear on where you are and where you want to be and what's in the gap. So in that call, we get very clear details of what a person needs to do Mm -hmm. and are they ready to do the work? Um, Yeah, you have to be ready to do the work, right? A lot of times people will say, yes, I'm ready. And all of a sudden they're in a car accident or some family member got sick and takes them off track, right? And, And then again, that's a sign of your saboteur. You have a really strong saboteur. Yes. Um, but I love the strategy calls. I just help people get clear because sometimes we're too in it. We need a, a clear eyes to say, oh, you're not speaking up. Oh, you're not being heard. Oh, you're being disrespected, you know, and mm-hmm. what you need to do to get to where you want to be. Okay. 
So um, it's not in your bio, but you have a new book coming out in November. So I would love for you to share the title of the book and, and what some of the topics in the book are. Yeah. So we have guides and angels, right, who talk to us and we have downloads. And I kept getting this message that it's time to write a book about energy. So it's 25 healers, all using healing modalities, energetic healing modalities to help people feel better. So the name of the book is The Energy Medicine Solution, Mind-Blowing Results for Living Your Extraordinary Life. So we have sound healers. We have biofeedback people in there. Um, I have a feng shui person in there. Um, anybody who's doing... And, and the thing I love about these healers is that all of them have gone through their own dark night of the soul and they've created and have healed themselves through their own modality. And now they're helping more people do that. So it's, I feel that there's, it's the right time mm -hmm. in society to share this because people are tired of the radical, the, the medical system right now. And once you have all these energetic tools, you're going to heal faster. Yeah. Um, I love that you just said that because um, the last couple of weeks I was part of a summit, an online spiritual summit that was planets and predictions, what's to come for 2023. Ooh. And there were different astrologers and psychics and I was talking about galactic stuff. Um, so really interesting look at what's happening the rest of this year, what's coming up. And my friend, Lisa Gunshore, who was a guest on the show um, a few months back, she was talking about which she's a psychic medium and a channeler. And she was talking about what she was seeing for the medical system and seeing a major shift in balance between you know, the allopathic Western medicine, but then also like an equal energy, like all these different modalities, the naturopathic way and energy way. And that at some point, so they will be equal next year. Yeah. People are coming online with this. But then after that, that it really will shift way more to the energy side of things because people are understanding that preventative, energy healing and um, like how effective it is you know there's a time and place to go to your hospital for a surgery yes. for you break your arm or you know something like that but we are energy beings and so healing at that energy level is way more powerful than the band-aid of the pharmaceutical you know <laughs> companies and all of that in my belief and understanding yes and <laughs> yes, we're not putting words into anything or teaching you anything. It's just our thoughts. Right. So I would love um, from your perspective where you are in the Northeast, are you seeing that happening a little more? Are people in your neck of the woods coming into being more open to the energy? I think I am seeing that they're more open and they're more open to hearing new ideas because they've, most of the clients that come to me, they've been in pain for years and decades. Like one client was in 50 years of pain and oh, she's tried everything, right? The surgeries and the medication and the physical therapy and nothing. 
So people are really tired of it and they want something new, especially for the kids who aren't getting the help and support that they need. And my whole thing, I think my soul's purpose has been to create a new healthcare system. So it's mm -hmm. interesting that it's all happening around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. What do you see with that, creating a new health system? I'm, I'm ready to create a whole new um, healing retreat center where it's a few of us practitioners. There's massage therapists, sound healers, even a functional medicine. I was recently introduced to a functional medicine doctor who is all about this. Mm -hmm. And she's curious about what I do. And now she's referring patients, which are going to help her patients even more so that her job is easier. And I would love to have all of us under a container yeah. that this is it. And I love insurance, but what about the people who don't really use it? Where does all that money go? Do I get a refund? Do I get a rebate? <laughs> no, it just keeps going up. I'm a little tired of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, I know. And here, here in Hawaii, at least on my islands anyway, I can't speak for the other islands, but people there there's a lot of spiritual modalities that people do here and it's a, i mean it really there i think we're shifting more than some of the other areas in the country faster into that like energy healing you know being being even more important than the western medicine but again western medicine does have its place mm -hmm. i just yes yeah we need we need the western doctors to open their minds and I mean, when I, I remember dating a chiropractor back in my late twenties and he was telling me that the American medical association, that like medical doctors had to sign something that was created back in the sixties. Like you could not marry or fraternize with a chiropractor. If you're a medical doctor, like just bullshit. <laughs> set up who took the time to say this is how it's going to be right? yeah yeah and so i know that that um that very closed-minded container um hopefully is starting to expand and open up i know for me it's been challenging to find like a normal um general doctor that yes. respects my like well i don't want to take a pharmaceutical pharmaceutical prescription for that when I know that I can do other things that are natural, right? Yeah. It's very hard. It's been very hard here finding a really good medical doctor. Um, the ones that were on our plan were just horrific. I stopped going. I just wasn't going. Why go? Knowing that they're not going to give me what I need. So yeah. it's very frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it's disappointing to hear that in Hawaii because there's, there's a you would think there's such awesome healers in there. Well, that it's, and there's still the medical model has pushed its way in. That is actually so one of the things um, that I didn't realize fully in moving to the Big Island specifically. Okay, so Oahu they have really good medical um, facilities practices there. But Honolulu is a major city, right? It's over a million people. 
Wow. Our island, the big island, only has 250,000 people residing on the entire island. Wow. And um, we, you know, so one of the biggest complaints of people moving here, if if they have medical problems, is there there aren't the right practitioners here for mm -hmm. them. They have to fly to Oahu to get their medical care. And so fortunately, like, I'm mostly healthy, and so is my husband. But for the people that aren't, you know, again, finding a really good doctor that understands, like, mm -hmm. all of it, mm -hmm. it's just a little bit of team. <laughs> yeah, looking at the whole picture. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, but again, there are amazing practitioners. So, like, even I'm in a business networking group, and one of the people, one of our members, he is an amazing naturopathic doctor. Mm -hmm. um, doesn't take insurance, you know, so for some people that's a limiting factor. If they're already paying huge out-of-pocket expenses for the insurance and then they really want to go see someone that doesn't take it, right. you know, we, I, yeah, I do see a major shift in how our medical system is going to be as well as our school system, which is falling apart as well. Yeah. yeah. Even our government, but that's a whole different topic. Lots <laughs> of shifts happening. <laughs> Yes. Okay. So you're coming to a close. So I would love for you to share how people can find you. What are your websites? What social medias are you on? How can they connect? Yeah. So my website is JacquelineMCain.com, just like my name. Okay, well, spell, um, spell it out for the people listening on the listening. podcast. Yes. So it's J A C Q U E L I N E M. K-A-N-E.com. Um, you can find out there how to get a hold of me, sign up for a strategy call, whatever you need. Um, I'm on all social media platforms, Jacqueline M. Kane. Um, my I have a free group, Healing Circle by Jacqueline Kane. Okay. Is that on Facebook or it's on Facebook? I'm sorry, yes. And also okay. on Instagram, Heal by Jack J A C. Q U E. Okay. So amazing. And for those of you listening or watching, if, if you resonate with what she has been talking about, I do recommend reaching out to her um, and seeing if, if it's something that can really help you. Cause I know some, some of the people that watch this, that I know their situations, there are some people that I'm like, yeah, they really, they can mm -hmm. use your um, specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anyway. just reach out. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. Free. Yeah. So I want to thank you so much for being here with me today. And um, I just, yeah, I look forward to that book coming out. And so, yeah, so if you're interested in Jacqueline's book with the multiple authors and the healing modalities um, coming out in November. So if you hook up with her and her website, then you can stay in tune um, with yeah. when that we watched. Lisa, thank you so much. This was a wonderful conversation. Well, thank you. And for those watching or listening, thank you so much. And I'll see you next time. Aloha.